Welcome to Swimming Upstream, the 10-minute podcast about Catholicism, technology, culture, baseball, whatever else might come up. I'm your host, Eric Sammons. This is episode number 21. On today's show, I'm going to be discussing evangelization in fiction. You can find the show notes for this episode at ericsammons.com slash podcast slash 21. Okay, so I recently published a short story called The Profession, and I'll link to where you can uh, get that on the show notes page on my website. But it was my first foray into fiction, and it got me to thinking. I've been doing some interviews on the radio recently about it, and it got me thinking about the topic of evangelization and fiction. In the past probably 20 years, Christian evangelization has really taken off. I think the Left Behind series was probably the real catalyst for it. And so you see lots of books that have a specifically Christian uh, outlook, a, a Christian message, really. And evangelical Protestant Christians have been the most prominent in doing this. Now, honestly, a lot of that fiction is crap. It just isn't very well written. It's clear that the author is trying to get across a message more than he's trying to tell a good story. And the first rule of writing fiction is you want to have a good story. And yet it seems like they want to have a message and then kind of throw a story around that message. And I've seen Catholics do that as well. And I think actually one of the most prominent Catholic fiction writers today, Michael O'Brien, he has a tendency to do that as well. He writes very long fiction books, and some of them aren't too bad, but he really has a lot of of dialogue, well, I should say monologue, where people are are presenting some type of message that he wants to get across. So he's really telling what they're saying instead of showing it, which good fiction would do. Now, he's a much greater writer than I'll probably ever be, so I don't want to be too critical of him. But yet I do seem to think, I do think that a lot of Christian fiction is written for the purpose of giving a message rather than telling a good story. Now, Unfortunately, if you look at fiction, well, well I, let me take a step back. Why is there this genre now of Christian fiction? I think some of it has to do with the fact that a lot of regular fiction is decidedly anti-Christian. For example, I bought a book recently. It was the best science fiction short stories of 2015. And as I was reading through that, I was amazed by how many of the stories had basically uh, anti-Christian messages particularly in the areas of sexuality. They always had maybe a homosexual character or a transgender character or something like that. And it was obviously they were trying to push that or at least slip it in there so that message would be there. And so when you have that where most fiction written today is not really, doesn't really have a Christian message, well, then it stands the reason that many Christians would want to respond to that. But I think in some ways they've just responded by writing kind of ghetto fiction, fiction that only Christians could read. Because that's the thing is, a good Catholic fiction or Christian fiction really should be able to be read by anybody, and they would enjoy the message, and they would, and they would enjoy the story, I should say, and they might get a message from it, but more importantly, they would enjoy the story. So, for example, Lord of the Rings, considered probably one of the greatest fictional works ever, written by a devout Catholic, J.R.R. Tolkien, which has a very Catholic worldview in it. You don't have to be Catholic to enjoy that. You could be Buddhist, you could be Muslim, you could be atheist, and you can enjoy that story because it's a good story. And you see that also, even with like C.S. Lewis's 
Lion, Witch, and Order of the Narnia series. That's much more explicitly Christian message. The allegory is obviously explicitly Christian, yet it's still a good story that many people who aren't Christian can enjoy and get the message. Same thing with somebody like Dostoevsky. And so, really, so let me get to, back to the topic then of evangelization in fiction. I would say today, there's obviously a great need for evangelization in, in the church because so many people have fallen away from the church. And we need to have different ways to reach out to people. The fact of the matter is most people will not pick up a Catholic theology book, an apologetics book. They're not going to buy something from Catholic Answers, which is who I just wrote my last book for. But, and they're not going to, they're not even going to pick up a Scott Hahn book, which is relatively easy to read and is marketed to the masses. But really, even though Scott Hahn sells lots and lots of books, if you look at it in comparison to uh, the, the, the main big authors at Amazon, it's not going to be, it's going to be a drop in the bucket. So we have to reach out to people in different ways. And one way, I think, is by, through writing fiction. I think if you can give somebody a story to read that they enjoy, number one, they enjoy reading the story. They're interested in the characters. They're interested in the plot. And they enjoy reading it. But maybe underlying it, it has a Catholic worldview or a Catholic message. I think that's a great opportunity for evangelization. In fact, that's why I wrote, one of the reasons I, I wrote mostly because I wanted to try my hand at writing fiction, one of the main reasons I wrote The Profession is because I thought it would be something that anybody could read. You didn't have to be a Catholic to enjoy it. And I wrote it as a short story because, frankly, I think today there's a lot of people who have a hard time focusing for too long on any writing. They can't read a novel, even if it's a good one. They, can't pick, they won't pick it up even. They won't even try. So I thought this would be a nice genre to get started in and to help people to read this because it's only 20 pages. It doesn't take very long to read. And so hopefully the story is enjoyable enough they like it, but it also does have a Catholic message. Now, in the case of the profession, I have an explicitly Catholic message in there, um, much more so than you know a lot of people might uh, a lot like Catholic fiction should have, but I think it does the job of not being too overtly uh, preachy. I think that's probably the number one thing I'm going against is it can have a Catholic message, but it can't be preachy. Because if it's preachy, then it's just not interesting to read. Because if the characters are just kind of telling you exactly what you're supposed to think, exactly what you're supposed to believe, and it's obvious who the good guy is, that he's the Orthodox Catholic who believes right on everything and always is moral and everything, and then there's the opposite character, that's just not a very good story. And, you know, to be a little controversial here, I guess, uh, a couple works of fiction that I think are very good, but don't necessarily fall into what some people would say is good Catholic fiction. One is Silence, which got by Endo, which got so much controversy recently because it was made into a movie. Now, I haven't seen the movie, so I can't speak of that. But in the book, it talks about the, it tells the story of a priest in Japan uh, centuries ago who's persecuted, and he apostatizes. A lot of people are very uncomfortable with that because they believe that Endo is glorifying apostasy. I don't see that at all. In fact, I think if you look at how pitiful the priest is after his apostasy, you see it's not glorifying at all. But I think it tells a great message because we wouldn't exalt the martyrs if some didn't apostatize. If everybody in the situation became a martyr, then it wouldn't be that big deal, big a deal to be a martyr. Yet some did apostatize. And so I think that was a great story. 
Another uh, work of fiction, which is hugely popular and won't gain me any friends among some segments of the Catholic world, is the Harry Potter series. I found the Harry Potter series to be a great series for uh, giving a strong message of friendship, of good versus evil. And the fact that Harry Potter and some of his friends don't always do the right thing doesn't mean that it's, a, it's glorifying that. In fact, in one of the books, Harry Potter does not obey his his uh, elders, his, the people, the teachers at the school, and something very terrible happens as a result. And I think that's actually a decent message right there, saying that sometimes when we do the wrong thing, things don't work out very well. And sometimes when Harry Potter does the wrong thing, things do work out. And that's also like the world that we live in. It doesn't always follow that if you do the wrong thing, bad things will happen to you. But you still have to learn from that. So I actually enjoy the Harry Potter series. I'm not saying they're the greatest literature ever written. They're not on the level of Dostoevsky or Tolkien or even Lewis. But I do think they have a lot of good messages. Not 100% good. In the last book, there's um, some problematic elements that I wouldn't necessarily support. But the fact is, everybody's reading that. If Catholics can write fiction that is as enjoyable to read as the Harry Potter series, I think it can be do wonders for evangelization because it can reach people that we don't currently reach. Because really, most of our evangelization efforts is geared towards people who already are interested in hearing explicitly Catholic messages. And so we need to work towards reaching perhaps uh, a, a, a broader audience to reach out to them. And I think writing fiction and writing short stories can do that. And again, so the book I wrote, uh, a short story, The Profession, I'll make a link to available on my website. It's ericsammons.com slash podcast slash 21. Also, I just wanted to know at the end of this podcast, if you're enjoying this podcast, please go onto iTunes and write a review, rate the podcast, rate it well. If you don't like the podcast, uh, maybe you should just not review it or rate it. And why are you listening anyway if you didn't like the podcast? But no, seriously, I would love it if you could review it and rank it because that would allow it to reach out to more people and more people would, would hear the podcast and, and maybe uh, read some of my writings and I would be greatly appreciative. Okay, well, that's it for today's episode. Until next time, keep swimming against the stream.